Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 billion years from now, but right now, so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about getting rich, it's about living a rich life. Because as you are blessed financially, you have greater capacity to bless more lives. And guys, that is exactly why I'm here today. Thank you for allowing me to produce this podcast to really share with you guys, to share what I know, and also really just to be able to get you guys to create a ripple effect in your own lives. So thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, as a reminder, check out our website, moneyripples.com. Take that passive income calculator if you haven't done so already. Uh, we had an amazing, amazing uh, type of uh, response uh, just from a Facebook post recently where uh, I had one of my clients we met with, actually hadn't talked with them for about a year, so I hadn't had an update. And then after we got done talking, found out that they had increased their, their cash flow, their passive income by, get this, $280,000 over the last year. Um, completely rocked their world. Um, they are now work optional. Uh, they're still working in their chiropractic practice. They love it. And they're going to keep doing it for a while, but now they've got options. They can go part-time. They can do whatever they want. Um, such an exciting time. And as a result, a lot of you guys, especially if you've been following us on social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, we have at the at Money Ripples handle. Um, I mean, we've, we shared that and you guys responded. So really appreciate you guys reaching out because so many of you are in similar situations or you know, maybe it's not 280,000, but we've been seeing numbers come in where people can improve their cash flow by at least 30,000, 50, 80,000, yeah, even you know, over $100,000. Today, even somebody was just $155,000 uh, that we spoke with. So again, appreciate you guys reaching out because this is why we're here. We wanna be able to get you guys to become financially independent within the next five to 10 years and be able to take life on your own terms and have your own freedom and your own prosperity and create your own legacy that lasts beyond you. So thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, have you ever wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or, and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. Hey, so I want to talk about a topic today where, uh, you know, uh, as, I, as we've started to talk with a lot of people, many people are starting to hold, you know, different things with Bitcoin or different types of crypto, um, you know, and I've done several episodes on cryptocurrencies in the past. We don't talk about it a ton, 
but I have brought it up or I've made little side comments, but I want to put a big focus on that today because many of the, many of you will ask, well, should I have crypto? Like, I think it should be good, but you know, do I have it? Do I not? What should we do with it? And so I want to kind of give you my, my two cents on it for whatever it's worth. I mean, this is just my opinion. I'm no fortune teller. We know this. Um, I, I, I can barely sometimes tie my own shoes appropriately, especially when I'm going for a run, I almost trip on my own shoelaces. So take it for what it's worth. Right. But I have seen a lot of market swings. I have some things, see some things come and go. And I like to see patterns. If there's anything that I do really well, I can see patterns that many people might overlook. And so I want to talk about cryptocurrencies in general, right? I'll talk about some Bitcoin as well, but I want to talk about cryptocurrencies in general because many people will say this is better than gold, right? This in fact is replacing gold for being an alternative to the US dollar. And it's good that you want to try to find a way to protect your money, especially against inflation, especially where the feds are printing money left and right. It makes it really hard to really not lose to inflation. I mean, we had inflation come out recently where it said eight and a half percent. That's what the government reports. I can assure you, you need to tack on at least five, six, seven percent for the real rates of inflation. And many of you have felt it. And so you're right to be concerned about that. You're right to be concerned about the U.S. dollar and understand the Fed's number one job is to protect that U.S. dollar. So when people say, oh, we're going to stick it to the Feds because this Bitcoin, this is going to replace the dollar. This is better. In fact, we're going to be able to use this in a way that will protect us against the devaluation of the dollar. Just so you know, when I was introduced to Bitcoin, believe it or not, 2011, I was introduced to Bitcoin and my objection to it is still the same today. Now, just so you're aware, we have crypto, okay? We have some money in crypto, but uh, I've recently pulled a lot of my money out of like Bitcoin, especially uh, Ether we still have, but personally, I actually don't want to have it. Now, I bought Bitcoin when it dropped down to about 6,000 bucks. Didn't quite get at the bottom when it went down to uh, 3,500. This is not long after I did the, the episode about Bitcoin crashing from 20,000, which it did. And uh, months later, it even went all the way down to like 3,500. And uh, so I bought in when it was about 6,000 bucks. So I made some money on Bitcoin. So don't think that I'm anti-Bitcoin and I'm definitely not anti-blockchain. In fact, I think blockchain is incredible technology and that's where the real power is. But do not confuse the technology with the currency. Let me repeat that. Do not confuse the technology with the currency. This is something that we saw happen even just a little over 20 years ago. Everybody was talking about the internet. Now, some people were saying, oh, the internet, this is never going to last, right? We heard those people and... And that was so dumb. The internet changed the world. And so when we got into the late 90s, especially 98, 99, we started seeing massive swings in tech companies. Massive, massive growth. Now, it was creating a bubble. Massive bubble that was there in the stock market. Y2K hits. Tech companies get hit the hardest. I mean, they get slaughtered. I remember my dad was complaining because he saw that Many of his coworkers in their 401k plans, of course, that's part of the problem, 401k, mutual funds, but some of their 401k plans, they were out earning him because of all these, these up and coming tech companies. So my dad decided to reposition his money in his 401k to do using more tech. Y2k hits, it 
hurts big time hurts his 401k. Now he still had money, but he was thinking he was going to be able to retire just a few years later with the way that everything was growing and going in the stock market. Sound familiar? Many, many of you possibly, it might be even be you, uh, but I've had many, many people say, oh, with the way the stock market's going, if it keeps making 14, 15%, I'm going to be financially independent soon, especially if I live on that 4% rule, which we've already talked about in other shows, 4%, too high, even even the Wall Street Journal says, uh-uh, that's not going to work. But again, Y2K hit. Did that mean the internet died? Of course not. The technology was fine. Internet was fine. It made it past the, the you know, little clock turnover to 2000 that every, I remember, I was, I remember thinking like our computer system's going to crash. What's going to happen? Nothing happened, right? We did just fine and we survived. The internet survived. But the stocks did not. Many of the stocks, some of the stocks just disappeared completely. Some of them fell off the exchange. Others, like the bigger companies, eventually bounced back. But it took years to do that. So when someone tells me, oh, no, 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 it's not about Bitcoin. It's not about Ether. It's not about all that stuff. It's about the technology. Well, guess what? The technology is great. Says nothing about your money being gambled inside those kind of currencies. And they are our currency. Here's the problem. Whenever a currency threatens the U.S. government, especially the feds, where the feds are trying to protect the, their precious U.S. dollar, and especially when other countries, including Russia and China, don't want the U.S. dollar to succeed, they're going to do whatever they can to protect it. Now, I want you to think back. I mean, here's, here's what's going to happen. I, here's my call. Uh, I have no real evidence of this uh, other than some of the, this has been talked about in the crypto world already. Um, but it would not be shocking if the feds, as part of their balance sheet, went and started buying Bitcoin. Why? Because Bitcoin can be a threat to the U.S. dollar, just for the very reasons people have been saying. It can be a threat. Here's the problem. What if the feds have actually been buying up lots and lots of Bitcoin? And we already know that the, the thing that everybody says that protects Bitcoin is that there's a limited supply. Just know it's not past the, fed, the feds to be able to buy a lot of Bitcoin and influence the price and control the price. Even just 10 years ago, there was JP Morgan that got sued $1 billion from the SEC because they bought up a crap load of gold and then they try to turn around and price regulate it, right? They're trying to buy and sell it and manipulate the price. They were sued $1 billion, just JP Morgan, right? sued $1 billion in a market, the gold market, which is bigger than the crypto and Bitcoin markets. So they manipulated that, got sued over it. What makes you think that the feds can't do the same thing with Bitcoin? Who's to say they weren't, weren't already doing it? You go a few months back, you remember when Bitcoin was starting to hit up towards $60,000, $65,000? And then all of a sudden it dropped. You remember those times, right? At least you've been, if you've been following it, it got up really high and then it dropped down to 50, went back up, and then dropped again, and then it's been sitting right around $40,000 for a while. Now, some people will say, oh, look, it's stabilized. What if that's just evidence that the feds have already figured out how to buy enough of it to control it? And, and in fact, there's one, one guy who was in the crypto space that said I was on a mastermind event, and he said, guys, I would, I would be shocked to see Bitcoin be able to go much past $50,000, $55,000 from here forward. He's like, Why? 
because when we saw those big spikes, that was, of course, as a result of the Fed's buying it. And then they sold. When they got it high, they sold it, dropped the price. That's also got other people to follow suit. You know, the dumb money, obviously, that goes in and out following big swings. They start selling too. Brings the price down. Feds go and buy again. They bought it cheaper. They bought it on sale after they just sold it high. So it goes up and then they sell it again. And now they still have a certain amount that they've got in position. Why? Because they want to ensure that they're not going to be outdone on the U.S. dollar. Now, that, that could mean some good news because at least that means maybe those big, huge swings won't happen as much anymore. Maybe we won't see Bitcoin drop down to like 10,000 bucks again. So maybe there's at least some state, there is some stabilization, but that's not a good thing if it's not the average person, the average investor going in and trying to stabilize it. And that, and I'll tell you, it's so speculative, it's hard to do. Now that's just Bitcoin. Now, this guy had mentioned, he said, listen, with things like Ethereum, they haven't really caught on to that because it's not big enough. But what if people start leaving Bitcoin and buying it to these other cryptocurrencies? Does that mean the feds might, might get on their radar and say, oh, next, buy that sucker, inflate it, and then sell and crash it? That could happen. Here's my problem with it, is that it's not gold. It's not something that's had a very good history to hold value. And remember, blockchain technology is separate from these currencies. Although there might be something related, just like tech stocks, it doesn't mean that the internet, when tech stocks tanked, it didn't mean the internet went away. The internet was just fine. But the tech stocks, the tech companies suffered. We've even seen tech companies suffer lately. Doesn't mean that we're not using technology. It just means that these companies are being really just being themselves. They're being like anything on the stock market. They go up, they go down, right? So understand that that's not gold. That's not a safe place to be. Talking about the technology doesn't really matter here. It's not about the technology. It's about something that people have been putting money in. And when everybody starts talking about Bitcoin, when everybody starts talking about cryptocurrencies, that is the time you do not want to have money in those places. Furthermore, I'm not even saying you should put a, a ton of money in gold and silver, although that's definitely outperformed Bitcoin lately. But I'm not saying that either, because here's the problem. Although, again, I hold gold and silver, right? I hold some crypto. Even though we sold off some and made a good profit on it, I've moved more of that into cash than I have kept it in, the, in those markets. But once again, these are not plays to generate passive income. If you want real passive income, in fact, if you haven't already hit your cash flow goal, you should really not be putting a lot of attention towards these things. This is more something that if let's just say you, your, your goal is 10,000 a month of passive income, and let's just say you already hit 15 or 20,000 a month, you're beyond free. Awesome. Well, then you might buy some of these things to diversify your portfolio. Maybe there's some ways you can say, listen, if I gamble this, if I lose it all, it's not going to hurt me because I still have cash flow coming in. But if you're really trying to get out of the rat race quickly, these are not the places to store your money. These are not the places to gamble it. Just like the stock market, this is not the place to put your money now, especially after it's been so hot for so long. The, the last thing you want to put your money into is when everybody says it's the right time to put it in. When everybody's telling you to put money in stocks, everybody's telling you to put money in crypto, that is the very time you should not have your money in those places. The smart people pull their money out when everybody says to buy. The dumb people, the dumb money that goes in, I won't say dumb people, dumb money that goes in, 
is the money that's going in as a result of you hearing from other people, like your neighbor next door, your friend, your coworker, your cousin, your, you know, your rich relative who already made money in those things over the last several years. Maybe it's Bitcoin. They've made lots and lots of money, yet they are now telling you in hindsight after it's already had its run. So when you start to hear it all over the place, that is the time not to have it. So I'm going to tell you, like even gold, even silver, these are not places to store money, uh, not to, not as a big position, right? You don't store tons and hoard tons of these things. Crypto, gold and silver, that's not the thing. These are more here as a way to diversify your portfolio. But if you want out of the rat race, this is where you focus on cash flowing real assets. Focus on those things that actually do pay you. This is why we talk so much about real estate and many variations of real estate. Notice we don't just talk, talk about rentals. We don't talk about just turnkey rentals. We don't even talk about Airbnbs that much. We're not just talking about apartment buildings doing syndications where you pull your money together and buying into apartments or self-storage units and things of that nature, or even into mineral rights and oil or things that, like that, or even into land, raw land. There's so many ways you can make money, even lending your money. You can become a bank and lend money out. So many ways to do it. But again, the focus should be creating cash flow now. If you're not out of the rat race yet, cash flow should be the priority. That is the thing you control. Just like as my sign says, live your life now, not tomorrow. Instead of worrying about financial planning for your future, like I talked about a few weeks ago, it's not just about planning for your future, plan for your present. You can gamble with money, great, but don't bank on it. Do not count that that money is going to make you free. It is not the value is not in crypto. It's not in gold and silver. It's not even necessarily in real estate per se, but it's in how can it generate regular, predictable, stable income for you. That is where your focus should be. If you want to protect yourself for the upcoming recession, you need passive income and cash flow now. So remember, crypto is not gold. Crypto is not a it's not blockchain. The tech and the currencies are separate. Remember that, otherwise you're gonna become a gambler and you can lose a lot of money. Go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week. And we'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.